Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's poppin' congregation? It's your girl, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess. And we're back with another installment of, yes, Scam Goddess, the podcast dedicated to robbery, fraud, and all those who practice it. I'm your host, Lacey Mosley. Did I say that? You know these intros getting sloppier and sloppier, child. But I am what? Say it with me. Yes, I'm excited. I'm very excited for today's guest. We have one returning guest and one new guest, so I'm really excited for you guys. Today, we have two guests on the show. They host the amazing podcast, Black Issue, which in each episode explores stories behind formative pop culture moments that changed us, honey. Check out season two now with new episodes every Monday. Congregation, please welcome Josh Gwynn and Tracy Clayton. Hi. Hi. It's great to be back. Thanks for having me. Yes, we had such a fun time. I think we did this during the pandemic. Tracy, I don't think we've ever met in real life. And we I feel have like not. We, have. we haven't met in real life, but you are in my heart as if we have. Yes. Oh, wait, did I say black issue and I should have said back issue? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually written correctly here. It's Josh is so professional, also a producer. He typed in the chat. He was like, it's back issue. <laughs> it's back issue. They just both black. And then my brain was like, black? Um, <laughs> Sometimes it is black issue. Yes. Sometimes it is. I do it to Back much. issue, guys. Back issue. It's called, the podcast is called back issue, okay? <laughs> but there are there are some blacks on it. I, I assume it would be... Talk about issues. <laughs> so not not too far off there. Not but too far um off. You, yes, but oh goodness. And I'm reading the description of this. I have to listen to this podcast. Not y'all talking about Monica punching brandy before they perform. <laughs> mm. Things people don't really be knowing, you know, other than the community. Right. Uh, but I have to ask, like, what is individually we'll start with you, Josh, since you're new to the show. Like, what's your relationship with scams? Like, have you ever been scammed? Do you like them? Do you hate them? It could literally be anything. I'm fascinated by them. Like, I feel like okay. a lot of times, well, recently there's been all these like scam documentaries that have come out. Like, I just watched mm-hmm. the Lula, Lula Rich one. Mm. And... Oh, yes, that was tasty. I'm actually probably going to be in one of those. I do <gasps> documentaries. What? Now. what? But, um, <laughs> not that one, but I'll be doing documentaries. <laughs> okay. like, you got some Lula Rich in your closet? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I do not. Child and Pumpkin Spice Leggings had a hold on the community. <laughs> okay. ah. You were not even cute. And I was like, how are Not people getting scammed? Time. Well, Josh, we're going to get into that scam on a different episode, but I do have to ask you, what was your, have you finished that documentary? I did. Okay, what was your favorite part? Um, I think when, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's weird to say it's my favorite part because I felt like it ruined so many people's lives. <laughs> but like, when they put all of the the leggings outside and they started growing mold mm-hmm. and all the 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 little workers were like um excuse me why do these leggings smell and the bosses were like i don't know what you're talking about they don't smell they're fine yeah, Which that like, was wild. What? Like, That's yes, cruel. they do smell. Y'all got to drop down comment section talking about stank-ass leggings. Right. You guys, <laughs> if this happening so often that you're like, well, let's just put a drop down because you can't read every time they type in. It's happening a little too often. I think that means it's Google too much. recent searches. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man, that whole thing killed me. I think my favorite part was the black woman. Um, without spoiling any of it for you guys, but there is uh, uh, very few black people wonderful. involved in this scam. But the ones that are, uh, one of the black women spoke up, and it was so funny because a part of the scam is like they rewarded you with like these cruises. These cruises. Mm-hmm. And she said, you know, I had to respectfully decline because I'm not getting on no boat in the middle of the ocean with a bunch of white people. I said, I know that's <laughs> the only right. time anyone in that documentary made sense. <laughs> I was like, sis, I know that's right. And look, that's that's no shade to the white community and our listeners, but have you ever seen a, a, a TV show or a documentary or a true crime series where there was one black person at the party? They always die. They always die. It's never good. It's, ne- it's, it's bad. It's always bad. I wouldn't take that risk either, sistering. Okay, Tracy, what's your relationship with scams? Welcome back to the show. Good to thank have you. Thank you, you, thank you, thank you. Good to be here. I love a scam as long as I'm not the one being scammed. Okay. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite shows is American Greed. I will marathon that the way that people marathon like friends or whatever it is they do. Um, one of my favorite things in the world right now is the... <laughs> The relationship scam episodes of Dr. Phil. Oh, Lord. <laughs> well, Dr. Se- Phil is a scammer himself. Absolutely. Ab- top scammer. Top scammer. Um, but there was this one woman. She's like, I don't know, 64, 65 years old, thinking that she is engaged to the rapper Post Malone. And I'm like, <laughs> sis. <laughs> sis. Okay, but have you seen Post Malone? Was it an email scam or something? She, I can't remember, probably met him on like Facebook or just like a random email or something or some, um, one of the swipes, Tinder, mm-hmm. who knows. Right. But if there's a rapper that I think that as a 65 year old, I could pull, it definitely <laughs> is Post Malone. <laughs> like, you know, it's like Jack Harlow, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. But Post Malone, I don't know who, how old is Post Malone? He's either 23 or 67. So he looks on the 67 side. Absolutely. I feel like he's very gettable. I feel like, this is like I would be like, yeah, this makes sense. Post Malone was like, congratulations, we in a relationship, and I was like, yeah. I was just like, well, Granny, if he ain't put you on the gram, then it's probably not real, you know. <laughs> Listen, just saying. okay, that the way these rappers be out here, don't nobody get on the gram. I don't know, That's Granny true. might have something popping. You I know. think I think y'all doubting Granny too much. I love her self esteem. <laughs> I love her self-esteem that she was like, absolutely, this is definitely Post Malone DMing me. Okay? Well, I will absolutely watch the full episode because I did not do that. And I will let y'all know. I will let y'all know if Post Malone is out here with your Mimo in these streets. <laughs> Post Malone dating everybody's Mimo. Hi, Mimos, y'all. You heard it here first. All right, guys. Well, let's get into our first segment here. What's hot in fraud? This is where we warn our listeners about a popping scam and the zeitgeist. And more often than not, these days, we take your listener letters so you can snitch on your friends and family at scamgoddesspot at gmail.com. Just make sure the scam is retired because we don't want to what? Yes, fuck up your bag. Amen. So, Josh, Tracy, I need a fake name for uh, our listener letter today. We don't care about gender. It can be anything. Sharita. Sarita. Yes, uh-huh. Sarita. So Sarita says, oh, some nice things, Sarita. You know I'm a skip, but I do love reading them, so y'all keep writing them, but that's very <laughs> sweet. So Sarita says, I'm writing in about a scam that happened to my parents a few months back that I thought was pretty clever, and I hope it doesn't happen to anybody else. Oh, that's nice. It probably will. <laughs> <laughs> But I appreciate you putting a bolo out on the scams. It's sweet. Okay? It's sweet. So during the pandemic, my parents started losing their minds with boredom, as did everyone else in January 2021 after being locked inside their house. You don't got to give us all this. Like, everybody <laughs> loves to look. I know there's something very shameful. There's a stigma that we've attached to COVID in the latent stages where it's like, if you getting COVID now, we know you was out here sucking booty holes at the Applebee's <laughs> because oh everybody else was inside. <laughs> Shame on you. Like, that's how, like, <laughs> like, anybody who I know has gotten COVID, except for very close friends who feel comfortable being honest with me, they'll be like, I don't know how I got it. Like, everybody don't know. <laughs> All y'all don't know. All I go to is the grocery store and a mask, and then sometimes I literally touch physical grass. And then I go home. <laughs> I don't know how Miss Rona snuck in my throat. And I'm like, <laughs> it's fine. You went to you went to an indoor gathering with four friends you trusted, and you know one of them had you know Miss Delta was in the building doing her probate, hitting her steps. And- White people are out here coughing on folks, though. I am just saying. Oh yeah, that is true. That you is be doing true. That. Which if you can catch them, that's a crime, y'all. <laughs> okay, it really is. On people no more. Right. Like it used to just be a rude thing that happened on like Flavor of Love, but now if you cough right. and spit on people, that's like we're on court. Bye, punk. <laughs> Again. 
<laughs> and I'm going to show up in a neck brace. Okay. <laughs> Limping. With Limping. three crutches. Get, three of them. I'm going to get all the money you got. Okay? <laughs> Forget a slip and fall. Cough on me. So I can take you straight to the bank. No, but yeah, that's like, you know, everybody's making their qualifiers. And I get it. Like, two years in the house, like, we're human beings. Like, mm-hmm. go on out there and get you a little rental or whatever, child. We're not judging. <laughs> okay? I'd prefer you be vaccinated. But, you know, mm. other than that. Mm. So, you know, the parents were getting uh, stirred crazy, says Sarita. So she says, normally my parents are strictly hotel people, but in this instance, they wanted a change of scenery to spice it up a little bit. You are all up in Ew. your parents' business. Talk That's about some spice it up. Get an uncle like, girl and it it Ashley. Hey, that gives me so hope. Now, I don't know what y'all talking about. <laughs> Serena, you are a little too involved in your parents' business talking about spicing <laughs> up. What, next you gonna tell me you know what kind of lube they like? Like, get out your parents' business. <laughs> so this was before the vaccines were readily available so they knew they'd have to do a two-week quarantine when they got to la they opted for an airbnb okay cool um and this is different than their regular cool parents lifestyle okay you really all in your parents i can't even say nothing because i'll be in my parents business too so it's fine so upon booking a nice spot the hotel reached out to my mom suggesting an alternative payment plan or the host excuse me I'm sure she saw my mom's nice long-term booking and saw an opportunity to pocket a large lump sum. She said that she hates booking through Airbnb because they charge so many fees to the renter and take a percentage from the host. Now, she's not wrong about that. And I don't fuck with Airbnb. And y'all know Mm. that about this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I will spend the rest of my life slandering Airbnb wherever I can. What happened? Whenever I can. (laughs) I chose this letter on purpose because fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what they happened with Airbnb? Yeah, what happened? I have talked about it on a previous episode, but they oh, okay. just did some shady shit where, like, they basically believed this super racist guy who lied about my rental. They kicked me off the app. They be doing that. Oh, no. When I had a rental for my birthday and I had to, like, scam and, like, do it through somebody else. But, like, I talked about them on Twitter. And every time I talk about them on Twitter, they hopping in the comments. I'm about hit mm. our DMs. No, bitch, I'm not coming to your DMs. We talked about this shit before. Y'all right. want to act this way? Fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you so. chose my violence on this day. <laughs> <laughs> you chose it for me. <laughs> It's always violence with Airbnb. Mm. So this host is like, I'm trying to help y'all out and I'm trying to help myself out. Sounds mm-hmm. cute enough. Um, so see, she suggested that she and my mom book the stay off site where she would accept a Venmo payment for the price of the booking minus the fees and take the dates down on Airbnb to lock it in. My mom agreed and Venmoed her half of the money as a deposit. Again, this was a two month stay at a nice home in LA. So even half of the money was like, you know, a few thousand dollars. Mm. So two weeks before my parents were set to go out to LA, the host emailed my mom saying that she found a long term renter to lease the home to and that my parents' stay would be canceled. She would Venmo the money back in the full amount that my mom had already paid. Of course, that never happened. My mom knew exactly what was happening. Mm Mm-hmm. And immediately kicked into high gear. She started emailing the woman incessantly. I know that's right. She put on on top to the Airbnb manager. She flipped them short bangs to the side and she said what she won't do, bitch. Mm. <laughs> she threw a little Vidal Sassoon on it first. And I'm not mad at that. So, <laughs> not Vidal Sassoon. She hit it with a little bit. Just make sure it stays straight. Spritz, you know she's gonna spritz. be sweating a little bit. Because she's mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on the bang. Mm-hmm. On the bang. 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 <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, that was beautiful. Y'all can sing. See, black people can always oh, sing. Oh, shit, baby girl. <laughs> that was Josh Alberto. So when we found the woman on Instagram and tried to contact her there, we saw that she's an actress in L.A. and was living her best life in COVID, bopping around and running errands. Uh. My sister and I all DM'd her to no response. Who was this actress? <laughs> <laughs> you out here scamming and then just living life and just spreading COVID as but well. Also, can you like, pick can a you crime? Call, can you call Venmo? Can Venmo help us in this situation? So I researched this um, and what I found was is that if someone wrongfully sends you money, of course you can just send it back. But if you send somebody money and it's a scam, all you can do is request on Venmo and then live on a prayer. Oh my God. That's it? Like they're going to be like, oh damn, they didn't send me a Venmo request. The scam is is over. (laughs) 
My name is Bennett, and I'm and not I ain't in it. it. <laughs> I ain't in it. Oh, goodness. It's just a vehicle for your money, okay? Mm. This is like the bus for your money. The bus don't turn around. The bus don't stop (laughs) if you leave something on the bus. You got to meet us at the junction, bitch. Like, what we supposed to do? We got to get to the next stop. There's something wrong with Venmo. Help somebody out. They said they're not going to do it. They can't get their Mm-mm. hands dirty. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Any dirtier than they already are. Okay? Right. So, of course, the kicker of it all is that since they did the transaction off-site, Airbnb has no actual jurisdiction or power to help get the money back. Like right. they would want to. They were like, right. our coins aren't involved in this. Right. Like That's why we said, let us take a fee. Y'all don't even want to take the mm-hmm. fee, so now you got to take the L. Right. Don't know now what you want. You. Now look at you, bitch. <laughs> Should have stayed on Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> So, of course, they don't get the money back. Uh, my mom was left completely in the lurch. All the while, we see this woman actively posting her L.A. life on Instagram, mocking us with her lack of response. My mom really lost her shit with the scam, and it's still a sore subject, so I figured I'd have you put this woman on blast. I mean, you ain't give me her handle, so we can't... I mean, we wouldn't do that anyway, but I'm curious. <laughs> I just want to look for myself and see how good her life... Like, how much scamming is she doing on Airbnb? Right. And I feel like, obviously, the only answer is you got to pull up on her, Right. Right? Absolutely. Right. Like what else? What else is there to do? And I was in a situation where I leased uh, or rented a house out for my friends and family, and they were like, "Well, if we do it off this app," and I don't think it was Airbnb because I told y'all fuck with them, but mm-hmm. it was some other like home rental situation. And they're like, "Well, if we hop off the app, sis, like we can get it cute." And I was like, "The only way we hopping off this app is if I know exactly where you live." I visited mm-hmm. the house several times before I sent any money. I was like, "She was like, oh, we need your driver's license photo." I said, "Bet, send me yours too, and also mm-hmm. send me a picture of you next to the driver's license right. photo." I was like, "I want every." Everything. If I need to pull up to your home <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and pop the trunk, all the receipts. Okay. Yes. But you can't, even sending half, it's like you're sending half basically saying, like, well, if I don't get this half back, like, right. it's right. gravy. You're saying, I trust you. You're not supposed to do that to anybody. No. Trust no bitch, as the Bible says. <laughs> right. And <laughs> she an actress. This is an actress in LA. Like, honey, especially during the pandemic, only a few of us were working. Like, mm. you, you should have checked in the backlog on that one. <laughs> I can't the imagine reviews. how pissed you would be, though, like, to lose your money. And then all of a sudden, she's got a trip to Ohio, and she's got a trip to, See? like, <laughs> I would be you so You know angry. she burning sage in Joshua Tree. Exactly. <laughs> Talking about, Ooh, I just need to some Palo Santo. I just need to like refresh and and oh, I'd be so mad. Mm. Man, I don't know, y'all. She... I think I would have to go and find this girl I in would. Joshua Tree. Right. I would up. go to each of the places that she went to and w- with her picture. Like, where did you see her? Mm. Right. Mm. Yeah, I know this bitch That's bought smart. crystals in here and she charging them under the full moon. <laughs> so you better tell me where. Otherwise, you her credit card number. Get broke. <laughs> <laughs> Be ashamed if all these rose quartz just fell to the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I would be up in there busting up the healing energy shop looking for this bitch. No, no, you can't. I know you got receipts. No. Not you on on the gram. It's disrespectful. That's personal. Right. And y'all telling me, like, Jordan, you took it personally. Y'all didn't comment on her post like, you robbed us. Or, like, Mm. make some fake accounts so you could continue to comment after she blocked you. Or at least, I'm not advising this. You should not do this. But I do wonder if there was ever a Twitter do y'all thing post. You know what I'm saying? This host scammed me. Here's the story. Don't let it get to TikTok. Oh, Oh, the TikTok girls. Now listen. (laughs) (laughs) FBI got nothing on them. And they know it. And now the FBI was like, let's just get a TikTok. I don't know why we keep asking them. (laughs) It's an open platform. We could just scroll and figure out a lot of these crimes. For free. Right. Like, the feds, I'm sure nothing has been better for the feds than social media. They said, bitch, we don't even got to do nothing no more. It's, he done did a robbery. Look, he got a picture with the money up to his head just in the gun. Right. Let's just, just pull up. on yourself. And his location is on. Right now. Right. <laughs> God. Y'all go home. Go home. I got this one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, right. I've been trying to think of the name of the rental company that you're probably referencing because I had a run in with them too once upon a time. Assuming that this is the same people, I can't think of their name. I'm going to think of it. Airbnb? No, 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 no. (laughs) It was like (laughs) you booked a place that was not Airbnb because you don't fuck with Airbnb, but it was some other place and you can't think of the name of the website. Well, I don't, it, I, they did have a website, but it was like a concierge. I ain't trying to put all my business out there, but it right. was a concierge of homes. And it was like a few women that I was working with. And then they had okay. homes. 
Okay. Yeah. So it felt a little safer. Also, it was like, I know where these women are at. Like, right. yeah. I made it very clear that I'm petty and small. Uh, which <laughs> I, do, I do before everything. I go to the doctor's appointment as a black woman. I'm like, hey, just let you know, I'm litigious. So if you think about doing racism <laughs> to me, just let me know right now because Absolutely. you really don't want me on your ass. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> if you won't give me a test, I will make you sign and say that you didn't and why. So that when I need to get my files together and call my right. abogato. <laughs> let's just put this whole doctor's appointment on live let's just do that <laughs> no yeah 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 just point the camera away from my coochie right right right, 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 right. wasting above yeah. but right. this could be an educational moment for everyone on Instagram <laughs> how about that no but guys like if you're gonna try because look I love to save a coin and fuck Airbnb so if you can't get your little side situation mm. going on I'm not mad but the biggest things on those apps are one you need to read the reviews two if it's a property that's new and it has no reviews never book it Absolutely because it's probably not. just some photos that somebody found online you can take photos to Google Images see where the address is at see if mm-hmm. they lying you know what I mean like do your due diligence just when it comes to that kind of stuff because there's so many scammers on those websites. Mm. I feel like that's the, that's like person. good advice for anything that you're doing online when whether you're buying, you know, leggings that have been left out in the <laughs> moldy. Listen to the to the reviews. See what other people it's are saying. moldy uh, stolen pattern leggings. Okay. Um, but also, guys, if you're even just like looking for a roommate, you know, sometimes you have to get on Mr. Shady Ass Craig's and look at his list mm. or, you know, you have to get on a, a roommate finder app or whatever. Like if it's a situation where they have the place and they're subletting it, you need to have bills in their name. You need mm. to have stuff that if you need to pull up, you can't because that happens to me when I moved to L.A. Uh, luckily, I had a friend from college here who let me crash for a night mm. and then I figured out another living situation. But. I pulled up to the airport to LAX and was like thinking I'm about to go, you know, get my keys and go to this house. And she was like, okay, so actually the other person isn't moving out yet. Turns out it was a one bedroom. It was not a two bedroom. She was calling the living room the bedroom. Uh, That's not a bedroom, sweetie. That's not where beds go. And she, the other person was still staying there. So I was like, where am I supposed to? And I was like, run me my money back. And she did because I had her address. Okay. So she didn't run it back. I was going to run it up. <laughs> I know that's right. So you gotta have that kind of leverage over people when you're doing this kind of stuff, you know? Seriously. Not just the address, get bills in their name too. Like get everything that the bank would get from you. Get everything that an apartment would get for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, they roommates. The idea of roommates is too scary to me because I watch oh. way too much true crime. So I just girl. I just assume that you're here to kill them. me, you know? One time I thought my roommate, her mom, her brother was going to dig a me-sized hole in the backyard. Child. Mm. I had to get out of that situation. Okay, oh you gosh. never know. Why did you, you think that? Know. It just got a little wild. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Shit went left real quick. You know, it's my fault. Mm-hmm. I missed some signs. But guys, we're going to take a quick <laughs> break for some non-scam advertisements. We'll be right back. Scams! Ooh, do you feel that in the air? Yes, that is summertime. It's in the breeze. It's in the trees. And y'all know when the sky comes out, (laughs) the thighs come out. And as the weather gets hotter, it's time to say bye to jackets and sweaters and hey to shorts and tees. If you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. Y'all know I love Quince. If you want to be looking chic year after year with classic pieces that you can dress up, dress down, wear around town, you got to get into Quince. They have premium European linen dresses. I have one in green and oh, when I wear it, it is a showstopper. Blouses, shorts from $30, y'all. Washable silk tops, which I told y'all I love those. I actually went back and got it in navy. I got it in the white like cream and I just know when I wear it, I'm going to feel like Diane Keaton on the beach thinking about my life like white cream are you kidding me it's giving rich okay quince is that girl y'all know you see me in their pieces all the time get into it get warm weather ready with quince go to quince.com slash goddess for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns that's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash goddess to get free shipping and 365 day returns q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash goddess 
Finding the perfect t-shirt has always had me like Goldilocks, trying on shirts. This one's too hard. This one's too soft. And it fell apart because y'all know I got it from a cheap website. And this t-shirt from Skims is just right. From fit to quality, it is one of my, like, these are my favorite t-shirts. I have three different ones. Y'all know I love me an Onyx because I'm going to be wearing black all the time. Um, They have a cotton long sleeve jersey tee that I really like too because the material is so soft. But when I put it in the washer, she don't have a whole transformation or makeover. It's not move that bus when I take it out. She looks the way that she looked when I put her in. And we know we cannot say that for all t-shirts, okay? So you can have staple t-shirts that you can mix and match and wear up or down. Maybe we're going to a fancy night out. Maybe we're going on a date. Maybe we're lounging around the house. I love these shirts so much because I can do so many different things with them. It's like, I'm telling y'all, Skims, they doing right over there. I got on the underwear right now. I can't give it up. I think they got me, y'all. I'm not even playing. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select Scam Goddess in the survey and select my show in the drop-down menu that follows. Cut! And we are back, and it's time for my favorite segment of this show, Historic Hoodwinks. This is where I will regale Josh and Tracy with a famous con caper group of criminals. Maybe we fuck with them, maybe we don't. We don't know yet. Um, and we'll just get their opinions all throughout. So today, guys, we're talking about 19-year-old Colton Harris Moore, who led police on a two-year-long chase as he stole plane after plane. What? And he committed most of his crimes barefoot. Mm, I remember this man. I remember this. I remember when you started, I was like, oh, is this the barefoot boy? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. So Colton Harris Moore, born March 22nd, 1991. What does that make him? Aquarius? What's that? Oh, I'm the wrong Don't one. make me lie. <laughs> right. Oh, black folks. Don't get me to lie. <laughs> somebody, somebody throw me his Zodiac sign. But he had a pretty rough upbringing. I'm not going to get into all of it because it can get a little triggering. We try to keep it light over here. But let's just say, you know, he grew up in a dilapidated trailer with his mother. There was abuse. There was drugs. You know, he had a rough upbringing. Mm-hmm. So despite everything that was going on at home, um, Colton's classmates and teachers described him as a very sweet, intelligent boy with an avid interest in airplanes. By 2006, Colton was 15 and for years had been breaking into homes, stealing food and valuables, and evading police by camping in the woods. Fun fact, he would occasionally perpetrate these crimes with his friend Harley Davidson Iron Wing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can we pause? What? (laughs) What is this child's name? Harley Middle name Davidson, <laughs> last name Iron Wing. Wow. Wow. I, um, honestly, if your parents name you Harley Davidson, you deserve to steal. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what they were on. Something clearly, one at least. So, you know, you go ahead and crime a little bit, Harley Davidson. If my name was Harley Davidson, I would feel so much pressure to be the coolest motherfucker on the planet. I would just. Really? Yeah. I feel like I, I guess would. you at least got to ride a motorcycle. At the very least. But I'm going to be like, yeah. I'm Harley Davidson. I like stamps. No. <laughs> you know? No, no. Yeah, you can't collect coins there. when your name is Harley Davidson. You got to right. have at least. One knife on you at all times. At least. Or look like maybe I got a knife in my wig. Maybe. Right. We got to get you a a leather jacket of some sort, even if it's hot. (laughs) Right. You You keep that shit on. Harley always sweating in that jacket. (laughs) Take it off. And those sweaty ass Harley again. I know. It's 80 degrees, Harley. Damn. He ain't going to take it off. (laughs) So. So, cops went to arrest him, this is Colton, at his mother's house, but only found a note that said, cops want to play, huh? Well, it's not a little game. It's war. Tell them that. What? (laughs) How old is this child again? I mean, at this time, he was 15, but I'm like, what is this note? And I also love that I basically read it like I was an L.A. gang. (laughs) (laughs) Cops want to play, huh, cuz? That's not a little game out here, fam. It's war. Tell them that. 
Like, well, now I sound like E40. Ooh. Like, mm. <laughs> who is this E40-ass child? So, authorities eventually caught up to Colton and arrested him in 2007 after he broke into his neighbor's home. Now, why are you breaking into the... You can't break into the neighborhood. It's not like, smart. It's not smart. How you gonna wear your neighbor's drip? They go check their mail. They go see. They're like, isn't that my sweater, Gertrude? Yeah. Like, what? You gotta rob Colton? a little further. <laughs> right. You gotta rob a little further from home than that, okay? At least cross You can't the break into somebody house and then cross the street back to their TV. <laughs> like, I just, that's too hot. You making it hot. <laughs> so, he faced 23 felony charges for burglaries and possession of stolen property and was sentenced to three years in juvenile detention. His sentence didn't last long, though. One year later, in April 2008, he crawled out of the window of his group home and escaped, making the beginning of what would become an infamous two-year-long crime spree of the barefoot bandit. Mm. Should it be that easy to escape from a juvenile group home? I mean, they got lots of kids in there. You know what I mean? I'm sure the resources are limited and, mm-hmm. you know, window locks probably not in the budget. Mm. Okay. All right. The media loves itself a, a caper that has alliteration. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> barefoot bandit. <laughs> right. It love to sensationalize. That's why people do this kind of stuff. Y'all making them famous or at least infamous. <laughs> so it's like he never wears shoes again so he could get recognized. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> gotta say I'm brand. Gotta say I'm brand. His wiki feet is popping, okay? People <laughs> love to get photos of the barefoot bandit. Okay. So after his escape, Colton went on a one-man crime spree that blew all of his previous exploits out the water. He was first dubbed the Barefoot Bandit when, after his third time robbing Orca's homegrown market on Orca's Island, he left 39 large chalk footprints around the store and outside the door with a note that said, See ya! Oh, so he oh, was wait. like... Oh, wait! So these artists. are drawn? Oh. Like, like he had... Accident. Like he had <laughs> chalk he on had his feet. feet. Right! He, he, he went out and got a logo. Oh, he's he's serious okay, about branding. this. Okay, branding. <laughs> he said, "Everybody's got to be a brand." Right. He said, "I'm Banksy, <laughs> but uh." <Robert." laughs> Come on, Bear. And look, that's smart though, because he wasn't gonna give y'all his real footprint. Like he mm. said, trying to run that, trying mm. to run that at the downtown. Okay, <laughs> y'all ain't gonna come up with nothing. So, while staying on Orcas Island, Colton took advantage of another business, a restaurant called Vern's. Not Vern's. He first broke into Vern's. I don't know what Vern's is, but it just sounds very mom and pop. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's a to you. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So, he first broke into Vern's to steal a credit card to order flight instruction manuals, which he had shipped to the restaurant. Several days later, he broke in to retrieve the, mu- the manuals and steal $15,000 in summer profits from the safe. Colton had... Damn. Right. <laughs> Who, who name you put on them packages? <laughs> <laughs> Just address it to Barefoot Bandit. Yeah, I mean, uh, BB. Don't tell them what it Yeah, means. BB, yeah. Put Celia on it. Yeah, thank mm-hmm. you. Um, also, I love that he was trying to get higher learning. Like, you know what I mean? That sounds like a scholarship to me from Amex. You know, like, you from know Amex. it. <laughs> Do you know That's the amount it? of confidence that you need in order to trust yourself to learn to fly by reading Flying for Dummies? That is an amazing point. Like, he yes. was like, I can read a book. I'll be fine. Man. There's got to be something in there. Take the book with you on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> it's an open book test. Like, what's on page eight? Right, <laughs> listen, we got a written driver's test. I had to pass a written driver's test. Didn't you also That's have true. to drive, That's too, true. as well? I actually didn't. What? Ooh. That sounds unsafe. <laughs> yeah, Who do I yeah, complain they... to? <laughs> Texas, baby, you know our laws are flimsy. <laughs> that's what we're known for. Okay. Constitutional. That's a vibe. <laughs> it felt oh constitutional enough for me. <laughs> no constitution, just vibes. Listen, we got that lady who holds the little justice things out there. Now she leaning. <laughs> In a particular direction. <laughs> it looks like she's like gathering a pail of water. She's fully bent over, but she's still there. You know what I mean? So technically it's some justice going on. So he goes in there, he gets his manuals, and he also steals 15K. Damn, Vern. How you gonna steal all of Vern's haul for the summer? That ain't right. And if you're on an island, you know islands get that, like, vacation tourist. Like, this is when they get the bag up. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's their seasonal coin. That ain't right. It's Mm -hmm. fucked up. 
So in the fall of 2008, despite never having been in a cockpit before, he stole his first plane, a single-engine aircraft from a hangar on Orcas Island belonging to a Seattle radio personality, Bob Rivers. Someone stole Bob's plane. <laughs> so also, I have to point out that he's doing this in Seattle. Isn't it like hella overcast in Seattle a lot? Right. Yes, yes. This is like not the best place to like learn how to fly on the to job. practice flying <laughs> like wow. it's hella clouds Risking. like this is not and rain. the best that's place. wild <laughs> so his flight took him over the Cascada mountain range through gusty winds and a total whiteout duh because we were just talking about sure. the weather sure. miraculously he flew 250 miles from Orcas Island to a field house in Yakima Washington where he crash landed and walked away what oh my God. What? After leaving the plane in the field, Colton hopped on a freight train to Reno, where he lied about his age, still only being 17, and worked at a casino for six months. <laughs> so. What? <laughs> this sounds so fake. <laughs> All this sounds completely made up. Colton, I feel like you're just trying to get a movie, because right. what? Right. He crashed a plane, got out, dusted himself off. He was like, shit. <laughs> he was All like, right. yip there's a train. Let me go get what? <laughs> and now he's working in the casino. So this... y'all just saw a barefoot man show up. <laughs> I hope he had wigs. Right. Like, this is also a situation you need you different know, wigs and different <laughs> aliases. Right. The Why biggest concern y'all blind? had was, oh, so are you uh, of legal age? Not that he's barefoot. Right. And <laughs> smells like train and, and cinders from a plane crash. <laughs> Okay. Shirt all burnt up, holes everywhere, and y'all was just like, "Here's a vest." Right. So just put the vest over the the burnt stuff. <laughs> Do you know how to deal three card Monty? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they really needed some employees because I'm like, bruh. So by this time, his story had gone viral on the internet and Facebook groups and websites with thousands of fans popping up. T-shirts with the slogan "Fly, Colt, Fly," and wow. "Mama Tried" went viral. What does "Mama Tried" mean? I don't know. Is so it- Colt. <laughs> Well, I guess it's in Colton's own mother maintained her support, saying, I hope to hell he stole those airplanes. I would be so proud. But <laughs> put in there that I want him to wear a, pr- a parachute next time. <laughs> Not shoes. Priority. Not shoes. Choices. <laughs> <sighs> Look, that's good parenting. My baby out here achieving his dreams flying these planes. I just want to make sure you got a parachute on so when he need to jump out that bitch because clearly he hasn't mastered landing. Right. <laughs> I just feel like that's one of the fundamentals, Colton. I feel like you can't be like, oh, we good for takeoff. Right. <laughs> like, I'll figure it out when I get there. I feel like landing is also... Mm, some would argue like the most important thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, you ain't supposed to let the ground break the plane fall. Like, that's not how... <laughs> You shouldn't, we we, we nosedive. You're like, no, don't worry. It's ground down there. Yeah, we shouldn't hit that. Right. <laughs> Full speed. <laughs> okay, Colton. Fine. So after leaving Orcas Island, Colton hopped the border to Canada, stole two guns, and hopped back without being noticed. Uh, he left America to get guns? so fake. Which is wild. I'm like, it's a Walmart <laughs> right there. <laughs> the fuck is you? And they don't check. They don't care that you got shoes on. They really don't care about that. <laughs> No shirt, no shoes. All right, fine. Here's no, problem. <laughs> ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. Not a ain't no problem. Come on in here to Wally World. So I'm like, okay. So after scouting a small airplane hangar and airfield, he ended up in Idaho where he stole his third plane, for which he again crash landed in a field in Granite Falls, Washington. This time, police came in time to close in on the plane, but they were met by gunfire and again lost Colton. What? Wow. They're so bad at being police. That just seems like it shouldn't have gone down that way. I wonder if he played Grand Theft Auto. This just sounds like Grand Theft Auto. He's giving Grand Theft. (laughs) He's giving his best Grand Theft Auto (laughs) fantasy right now. Grand Theft Auto pilot. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, it was a good one. 
Because Coco wasn't landing shit, okay? <laughs> so he laid low for some time until he caught his biggest prize yet in February 2010 during the Olympics, a $650,000 Sirius. That's a plane. He was aloft for just 10 minutes before again crash landing at Orcas <laughs> Airport, though this time the plane suffered minimal damage. Fun fact, the owner said the damage due to fingerprint dusting was more expensive to fit and the plane is still flying today. So he was like, really, what? the police fucked my shit up. <laughs> <laughs> what like, book was it. this little boy reading? It must be real good. Know. It must be real good. Freaking I mean, at least Mavis he, he Beacon for flying. <laughs> and he's getting better at the crashes. Right. He's getting better at the crashes. Mm. This one, just like a few scratches. Mm-hmm. This just sounds so fake. I had to take one of those flight simulator classes, like option mm-hmm. 2000 in high school. I never, ever, 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 ever got close to landing. Ever. And there was somebody over my shoulder being like, move this. Pull this up. It's impossible. And he's just out here just with no shoes, hot wiring planes, landing planes. To be fair, he ain't never landed either. Like <laughs> that is you know? that's true. That's very true. <laughs> to be quite fair, you know, so you might not have been that off. You you might could do this, Tracy. Think I, about I it. I appreciate that vote of confidence. Like, I don't think people are really locking their airplane hangers up like that anyway. Like, you just don't expect people to come steal your plane on a Tuesday. Not on a Tuesday, especially. (laughs) But this is also a white man, so I'm sure he could walk most places, even without shoes. And they're like, I don't know, that shoeless fella, he owns a plane. (laughs) Makes sense to me. So, despite this, he continued to escape close calls and would disappear despite being surrounded on all sides. So somehow he's still getting out of here. Cleo couldn't even do this from set it off. How is he doing? (laughs) (laughs) they haven't riddled this young man with bullets yet which i'm happy about this is how policing should be you got right you know cops and robbers you gotta catch them you shouldn't just be able to shoot them like that's not fair if he was black though i feel like this would have been a much shorter story yeah very short like Mm. he wouldn't have made it past walking in the door to airplane hangar before the police were there on suspicion right Mm. they'd have seen him ordering a book trying to learn how to fight trying to learn how to fly Prison. Right. <laughs> right. That's it. Just in case you're thinking you about had a read. <laughs> <laughs> so many questions. <laughs> so he's on the run more urgently at this point than before because now you know he's damaging like some big money shit as Colton started to leave Orcas Island he took the time to leave a note and $100 in cash at a veterinary clinic the following day a $450,000 fishing boat was reported missing from a nearby town eventually Colton ended up in Bloomington Indiana where he stole his fifth and final plane now my question is like we talked about the first one he stole the third one and the fifth the fourth and the second ain't in here (laughs) (laughs) wait a minute wait a minute were those just like not exciting enough I don't understand I have have questions (laughs) so here's the note that he left at the vet it says drove by had some extra cash please use this money for the care of animals Colton Harris Moore aka the barefoot bandit and then he put Kamano Islands Washington so also you can know where he's at currently yeah um, aka aka that. the barefoot bandit aka <laughs> the 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 plain pitcher like <laughs> the plain poacher exactly okay? <laughs> well at least he likes animals he's a nice guy you guys AKA Aww. FAA fraud. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you a rapper? What's going on? Uh. Yo, we, we got Colton. We got Colton on the runway. Okay. <laughs> so, I, I guess. Um, and also, he's trying to flex, being like, had a little hundred dollars, you know, I don't know, mm-hmm. give this to Sarah McLaughlin, see what she could do with it. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? Get money. Get money like me. He, he didn't even have a plane. He, I mean, he didn't even have a pet. He was just oh, like, I don't man. know. Here's something for the girls. Just to let y'all know, I was here. <laughs> so, I guess. So this is his fifth plane that he's stealing now, right? Colton's final flight took him 1,200 miles away from Indiana to Abaco Island in the Bahamas. While news outlets such as 48 Hours and the Royal Bahamian Police were hot on his trail, Colton managed to go inland and steal a yacht to escape to a nearby island of Eleuthera. For a week, he was able to evade capture in the Bahamas. Wow, this man, you talking about planes, trains, and, and automobiles. automobiles, okay. And is boats. There, is there a vehicle that he has not stolen yet? Also, this white boy was able to hide in the Bahamas? How? Mm. 
Is, are I there mean, many white you know, people there? Was he on like a resort? Like how he did that? Maybe, maybe he put on a lay or something. You know, gave the um, girls tourists. Mm. You know, maybe he went and got his hair braided Cora. by the by the <laughs> He let him put some beads in it Girl, and some foil. Right and they were like, I don't know. Everyone who's white is barefoot here. <laughs> Great. Maybe it was the best place for him. Mm. Checks out. Fair. So. I can't believe he got to the Bahamas though. And he's flying over water. Mind you, this is the guy who does not know how to land. No. That's wild. This is just so fake. I just, it's just, it's ridiculous. So he made a mistake when he was chatting with some teenagers on shore. He was discovered to be the famed barefoot bandit with a $10,000 bounty. So the teenagers gave chase. Okay, so they decided to follow him uh, and his stolen boat to a nearby Harbor Island. From there, he stole another boat and made off into the open ocean, (laughs) gun-wielding police (laughs) in a commandeered yacht. Wow. With two news, he had news crews behind him and the police. Eventually, he ran out around a sandbar, and before he could get the boat going again, police shot out the engine, cornering Colton for the last time. Finally, in July 2010, after a two-year crime spree, stealing 11 boats, 14 cars, three guns, and five planes, and breaking into countless buildings, Colton Harris-Moore was arrested. I just feel like he should work in, like, all types of security. Like, does Colton work for ADT now? Because (laughs) he needs to. Colson knows how to steal it. You know, it, it could be a sweater. It could be a gun in Canada. It could mm. be 11 boats. Mm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> if it's stealable, I got you, fam. Mm. I got I feel you. Like we should be using his skills for the better good, the greater good. This man knows how to steal everything. It sounds like he needs to teach the police how he did what he did so that they can be better at their jobs because they suck. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't need to empower them. But, I mean, <laughs> that at is least if fair. you're a boat owner, you know, I want you to be able to keep your boat at the dock. Like, Colson <laughs> could really help y'all out with that because he knows. Okay? So, the aftermath and today, Colton pleaded guilty to seven felony charges, including stealing airplanes, breaking into a bank, and possessing an illegal firearm, and was sentenced to seven years in prison. Seven at the time of his years? sentencing... That's yeah. it? Mm. yeah. Wow. I guess technically when he stole stuff, he did kind of run it back. A little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, wear and tear, but it was fine. Right. It was 250 miles away from where he got it. And, you know, it's it's some pieces missing. Exactly. You know, it's like a little wing or whatever missing. (laughs) (laughs) But it's another one. It's fine. Right. You can find a part for that. They got wings out here. (laughs) So at the time of his sentencing, he owed $1.4 million to his victims. He was released early in 2016 and began working part-time for his lawyer's law firm. Colton has since attempted to run a GoFundMe campaign for funds to cryogenically preserve his mother, who was ill with cancer, and one to fund flight school. The latter was shut down due to his still owing retribution to victims. So the flight school one was shut down. He now attempts to work as an entrepreneur and motivational speaker. He wanted to freeze his mom? Did we? Did I hear? Yeah, yeah. We kind of, we just kind of brushed over that. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> and it doesn't say his late mother, so she might have still been up when they was going to do the freezing. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, Maybe they was just going, they was going to nuke her a little bit. Just like <laughs> put in, a, put in a, a cryogenic. Do you need to go fund me for that? <laughs> it sounds expensive. I don't know. No, you can get cryo done up the street. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you get Gym like a pass. <laughs> get a group on. Get a group on. Get five of them things for hundred dollars. I mean, but also, like, I feel like he should go to flight school. The boy loves flying. He clearly mm-hmm. has no fear of it. I just think sometimes, like, this guy had a really rough childhood. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't have resources and options, but clearly, he had talent. This is, yeah. this is raw talent. He's not a dumb think, child. Like, we're letting this waste away in the penal system? Like, you know, let the boy go to flight school. And he didn't hurt anybody, right? No, just, just some property. He even gave money to the animals. Come on now. He did. He I hope did he wrote that, that off. Mm-hmm. It's one point three nine 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 hundred. Okay, because I gave a hundred to the pets now, <laughs> and I left a note. 
There's evidence. So I proved you, it. You know it was me. So, <laughs> I signed it. The Barefoot Bandit. That's, <laughs> okay. that's me. Give it back to the community. I don't, like, what are we talking about? Guys, we're going to take a quick break for some non-scam advertisements, and we'll be back for the saddest part of the show. This is where I have to let Josh and Tracy go, but not before Scammer of the Week. Robbery! Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. And we're back and it's time for Scammer of the Week. This is where we highlight one honorary charlatan who's worthy of our praise. Maybe, maybe not. Um, but this is going to harken back to what we were talking about earlier, Tracy, when you talked about uh, Post Malone and his new um, elderly bae. Elderly <laughs> So Maria Gret, a 62-year-old Swedish artist, was not expecting to be catfished when she first sent money overseas to her 58-year-old Danish boyfriend Maria met Johnny when her friends teased her into creating a dating profile so okay so Johnny is clearly black (laughs) 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 and also Danish are there black Danes I mean with the how the military set up we gotta be over there a little bit you know Hmm. You know, just a taste, right? Like, you know, Sweetie's <laughs> sure got spark the piece. It is. It, it, it is. is. And look at her cuddled up to him. You mm-hmm. know, they must have been, he might have had some things thanging. Oh, so, is <laughs> that inappropriate? <laughs> um, so, <laughs> I'm just saying, the way she hugged up next to him, like, he must have been doing something right. <laughs> it couldn't have all been a scam. <laughs> so, they began chatting, and he eventually started calling her from a UK phone number. Maria said, I wanted to meet him because I liked him. He had a way and a sweetness I had never known in a man before, and he was just innocent in a way that puzzled me. <laughs> Men, oh. innocent. Two words, never been together. <laughs> never needed to be together. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> That's what she should have done. It was a scam. <laughs> right. Like, innocent. He didn't do nothing. He didn't do nothing that was like a red flag. That's when you guys started looking for the flags. Right. Like, exactly. Like, look, I always say one red flag, go. But if it's like light rose pink, you know, maybe we could we could see what's going on. <laughs> Nobody's perfect. Hear him out. Just hear him out. So after chatting with him for three months, Johnny agreed to meet Maria in Sweden. But first, he and his son had to stop in Nigeria for a job interview. Okay. You know how you, just on you the know way. how you have to like you know on the way to another country mm-hmm. you got you got to stop at another country and just yeah. for a quick mm-hmm. yeah you know we couldn't do a phone interview <laughs> no I'll, no we'll just we'll just go I over had to be in person okay got it so the next call Maria received was from Johnny saying his son had been oh no <laughs> oh lord Uh-oh. oh no uh oh what is this not this is not funny um. The next day, Maria received a phone call from Johnny saying that his son had been shot in the head during a mugging and they were at the hospital without money or papers. Oh, my gosh. That's intense. So Maria immediately sent money, but soon after, medical complications and quotes developed and she was told the doctors demanded more money. So y'all know how hospitals work, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you go in and they're like, okay, he's in critical condition. Okay, we got to put an IV in him. Y'all got 
$38 for the IV? <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to no, give him his IV without. Before, before I put the needle in the in the um, bag, because then it's ruined. If you only got a few hours after you put the needle in, do y'all have $38 for this IV? <laughs> and can I have it right now? Like right, right now. I need to see it. Okay. <laughs> Is this in Euros? Okay, because I ain't got time to go to currency <laughs> check. All right, man. All right, we gonna get him out the ambulance now. All right, we got a stretcher. There is a fee, or do y'all want to carry him? <laughs> like, Can we put it on what? layaway? Right. <laughs> Can we put it on Klarna? No, but you need to sign up now. Put your exactly. card in right now <laughs> before we get this treatment proper. No, hey, don't say clear yet. We not clear. Do you? <laughs> Three more payments of forty nine ninety nine. He's not gonna last much longer, man. What do you want to do? What, <laughs> what do you, you want to do? do? Before we get to reviving, okay, you got to get on a payment plan. We don't like what. And also, doctors demanding, but that's not who demands the money. That's not. <laughs> but the thing I think that is interesting is that these people actually met. There's photographic evidence of them meeting. Like I feel like when mm-hmm. I hear these scams, it's like. Oh, I've never met this person a day in my life, but like they they knew each other. That's a good point. Do we know for sure that that's her boo in the picture? I believe so. Hmm. That is very interesting. But I do think that I've I've seen a few cases where the people had met a few mm-hmm. times before. I think mm-hmm. it definitely adds legitimacy to the scam because now it's not like you're I, I have a name and a face and you mm-hmm. know they sitting on the same side of the booth. So mm-hmm. you know he's at least rubbed on her thigh a little bit exactly. or her knee or whatnot, you know. So right. something done gone down. So several thousand euros after, Maria realized something was amiss. Now, girl. <laughs> I feel like several thousand is too long away. Maria to has be like, wait a minute. <laughs> I feel like that's like we're a little too far away. <laughs> so she stopped responding to Johnny's messages. Three weeks later, Johnny called Maria and confessed that he was a 24-year-old Nigerian internet scammer who had finished university but still had no job. Johnny and Maria continued to chat and the romantic feelings developed into a friendship. Maria flew herself out to Nigeria to finally meet Johnny. She said, when I saw him at the airport in Abuja, tears fell over his face and I knew I had known him my whole life. Wow. So wait, that picture is from after the scam? That's after she got robbed. Oh my God. So happy to have just been robbed of several thousand dollars. See, sometimes scams aren't that bad. She had a good time. He must have been putting it down. (laughs) Woo! (laughs) She said, and then several thousand dollars later again, I realized. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Maria had met Johnny's friends, many of whom were also scammers, and started thinking about how she could help. Since then, she's arranged for a number of African artists to visit Europe for arts exhibitions, workshops, conferences, and competitions. Maria has also assisted them to source international grants and other funding to advance their work. Now, was there work in the art of scams? Or they were like, yeah, I rob people, but I'm also an excellent sculptor. (laughs) (laughs) Or I scam people is going well, but I really just want to get out the game. You know? Right, right. <laughs> Go legit. I really just want to mm-hmm. learn. I it. make learn clay figurines <laughs> in between bank robberies. Is there something we could do? I'm saving up for a kiln. I got to hit four more licks, and I'm gonna have enough money for a kiln in my own home. <laughs> this is. She went full ghost. She's like, let me get behind you on that kiln, <laughs> Prince. What is happening? This took a so turn. After- After meeting him in Nigeria, Maria also helped Johnny move to America, where she offered him financial assistance to complete his degree. Wow. Wow. Did she ever get her money back? No. I mean... I don't know how this story ends, but no. (laughs) Impossible. If she's providing financial assistance to the scammers, I don't think that that's like, oh, they paid you back and then now you're paying them again. Right. I feel like... Wow. I love how this ended. This was such a twist. She was like, oh, no, these are my friends now. Yeah, no, they used to rob me, but now they're the homies. But now what? it's cool. I So he is definitely scammer of the year. Like, he rode that mess all the way to America. <laughs> to some tuition. <laughs> Talk about coming to America, okay? Listen. Like, <laughs> I mean, I guess because he 
knew when to give up the grift. He was like, hey, sis, yeah, it's me, Johnny. Yeah, I know I, I don't have a brother. Um, and <laughs> the hospital actually does not request payment during surgery. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was all a lie, but um, <laughs> if you want to come to Nigeria and hang out, <laughs> she was well, like, I'm not doing okay. nothing this Friday. I'll be there. Right. I wonder if she did it so she was like, okay, this story needs a better ending than I got stolen from, and then I go home and be sad. I know. I'll continue to give them money, <laughs> so that way it looks like it was all on purpose, and it's all good. I'm just like, and not only did she give him money, she was helping out the homies. We saw a photo of right. her in a classroom where she was like, girl, is this show Eat, Pray, Love? Like, what's... <laughs> Very not. Very Come not. on, Eat, Pray, Scam. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I, don't know. I'm not mad at it because at least then, like, I guess you're controlling the narrative and, and maybe right. you made some new friends and you got a new friend in America now. Like, she... Obviously, the money didn't mean that much to her. Mm. And obviously, she had it to give and keep mm. giving, I guess we're assuming. I mean, we all know her situation, but... I mean, it felt like she didn't really care that it was missing. <laughs> right. right. That is, she doesn't ever really seem to be too angry about that. She right. was just like, <laughs> something's amiss. Oh, well. And then three weeks later, she picks up the phone. Hey, Johnny. <laughs> Long time. So, is your brother, what they do? Did they, did they have enough to get the bandages off? <laughs> <laughs> America. I love this. I th- I mean, look, a lot of people, like we saw with Colton, they come up in bad situations. And, you know, this is the only way they knew out. Maybe yeah. Johnny was really just trying to better him cir- his circumstances. Yeah. And maybe this lady is genuinely happy with the connections that she has, you know? Mm-hmm. Who are me to judge, I say? She seems to be. I mean, she pulled up to Nigeria. She flipped her chair backwards. <laughs> and she said I'm gonna educate the youth mm-hmm. she, she said I'm gonna get my Michelle Pfeiffer on yes <laughs> it's my time she brought a bullhorn she was like no I'm gonna save these I'm gonna save these beautiful <laughs> Nigerian men from a life of crime um, I can't be mad at that I think we like this scam what do you, what do you think I, I, I'm in favor of the scam I feel like I'm not mad at it the best that a scam could probably go that is a great that way to the per- it. That the person who gets scammed buys in. <laughs> right. Is she still scammed if she buys in at the end? Hmm. Uh, no, because I guess because it's like if you were to donate to anything, like it's not a scam if you decided to participate. Right. Mm-hmm. And I know some mm-hmm. people will be like, oh, go fund me. But what if I read a story? And it's like, yeah, but we've talked about that. Like, you don't know where that money goes at the end of the day. Mm. You do not know. I've never once followed up on the GoFundMe and been like, okay, so did y'all get enough for the funeral? Like, I don't mm-hmm. I yeah. hope so. Sometimes I'll click on the link and be like, oh, they raised over the goal. Good for them. But I'm not like, so how much did them programs run, y'all? Because if it's anything extra laying around. <laughs> Itemize right, it. <laughs> well, in the name of reparations, this is definitely a win. Um, white lady. Yes. Lots yes. of money directly to Africa. Mm. Put the homies <laughs> on, you know. Activism. Activism. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, y'all want to talk about activism. And uh, to hearken back, just I love to say hearken today, uh, to when we were asking what sign Colton was, Colton is an Aries, our, our plane thief, mm. um, which makes sense. They like a thrill. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they love chaos, which is why he's just crash landing planes and then like, Barefoot. bye. <laughs> and he didn't leave no notes on the planes he crashed. <laughs> Sorry, I dinged your plane. <laughs> My bad. You know, you can rub that out. It's just a scratch. Use a hairdryer. I heard First if you get a pot with bit. boiling water and then you put it on one side and then you pull the other side out with a plunger, plunger. it's going exactly. to be good. Yeah, it's yeah, a YouTube yeah. got- tutorial about it. <laughs> Look it up. I'll leave the link right here on the note. <laughs> DIY plane fix. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, you guys have been lovely. This is such a fun episode. These stories are incredible. It's wild. So much fun. Yes. Okay, we always ask on this podcast where do you want to be found? Josh, we'll start with you. Any projects? I mean, obviously, Back Issue. Where do you want to be found? Yeah, you can follow Back Issue on Instagram at Back Issue Podcast. Um, we're in our second season right now. 
Um, super fun. Lots of formative pop cultural moments um, that we like jump back to and then think about what it can teach us about now. You can follow me at Regarding Josh on all the socials. And you can follow me on all the socials at Broken McPoverty. And I do want to say that there is an episode of Back Issue that features one of us doing the worst Miss Cleo impression you've ever heard in your life. <laughs> it's so good. Yes. I'm not going to tell you who it is. Call me gotta now. Gotta check it out. <laughs> yes, I gotta go see who this is now. I wanna know. As always, guys, snitch on your friends and family at scamgoddesspod at gmail.com. If you want to find us or look at the photos that we do, we look at at the episode, Scam Goddess Pod on all platforms. If you want to follow me, uh, D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I-D-Valacy on all platforms. All episodes of iCarly are streaming on Paramount Plus and all episodes of A Black Lady Sketch Show are streaming on HBO Max. Stream my stuff, please. And all of our merch is available available online i'm about to switch it up and pull some things down so if you want the things go get the things while they're available on podswag.com slash scam goddess guys leave us a five-star review if you want to be like uh maria was that her name maria marie something like you want to save if you want to save a young nigerian scammer <laughs> um, leave us five stars on whatever po- uh, podcast app you listen to the show on and a nice review thank you so much no I am not actually Nigerian actually I don't know could be I haven't given the government my ancestry uh, <laughs> stay scheming Damn goddess. this has been an Earwolf production in association with Team Coco Goddess stars and is hosted by me, Lacey Mosley, aka Scam Goddess. It's produced by Judith Cargbo, engineered by Marina Pais, and researched by Kaylin Brandt. Stay scheming! This has been a Team Coco production in association with Earwolf. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.